This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. No rest. We can discuss. Give me your truth. It never fails. See, this is why this is important. Y'all know me and Wayne's dynamic. Wayne has always been a very hyper person. <laughs> what? A lot of energy. <laughs> He's like a twenty-year-old all the time. <laughs> He has 20-year-old energy since I met him. First time I met Wayne, he had a big-ass suit on. Uh, wait, wait, you remember that? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's, okay. But I met you, you had a walking boot. Yes. Damn. Okay. That's yeah. when I had got... Um... Can you talk about it? I mean, we can. <laughs> when I tell people this, they were like, wait, what happened? Yeah, I got hit by a car on purpose. Wait. Okay, I didn't know that part. Yeah, somebody tried to hit me with their car, and I literally dove out the way, and it caught my ankle. Oh, wow. Bad joke? Or... <laughs> no, <laughs> no this, is a, this is a true story. I had gathered two with some dudes at a club. And uh, you know what's crazy? I was in a weird place at the time. So mm-hmm. I think they were showing me love, and I, I was irritated by it. <laughs> okay. And then we got into an argument, and then they got in the car to try to hit me. And I dove out the way, and it just hit my ankle. Imagine telling like, You know, I was married at the time, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Somebody called Verena like, yo, Rel just got hit by a car because he dove out the way. She's like, he did what? He dove out the way? Yeah, but I dove and it hit my ankle. That's that. I mean, you, you saved your life, but you uh, sacrificed your ankle. Yeah, and I was on a walking boot. And that's when I saw you. And I, I said, how are you out here with, with your leg in the case? It's a walking boot. And I, I, that was it. We came friends up there. <laughs> but you had a big-ass suit on. I, I might have had a big-ass suit on. I don't, I don't remember. He literally had like a 19, like 98. <laughs> Fucking stepfather suit. I was working. I was working in my old college. That's what it was. You looked like a substitute teacher. <laughs> I probably was substitute teaching on the side. It was a big ass suit. Though. The suit was big and blue. I remember the suit now. <laughs> hey, all right. Had a blue tie, had a blue shirt, a blue suit. I was all this little short motherfucker with this big ass suit on. But I was cool. You was good people. That's, that's how that's, we became friends. That was. I'm surprised you remember that. That's crazy. Disney used to have it where you could do Jedi training. Right. This is a true story. Like so, all the little kids get their little clothes and they look. Lightsabers and their Jedi training, they're fighting Darth Vader. This dude whispered to Darth Vader, he's like, Yo, I'm on your side. You know what I mean? <laughs> what? <laughs> and I'm like, Yo, it's like in front of the other parents. And I'm like, Oh, he just, he just playing. Like, he ain't about that dark side. You know what I mean? He, he, he want to be a Jedi like all the rest of the kids. But he's like, No, I don't. <laughs> I, don't think, I think Luke Skywalker's a bad person. <laughs> I was like, What? But when he explained it, okay. It made sense. So let's let's start with that. Why do you think, it is just real talk, why do you think Luke Skywalker was a bad guy? Well, first, my first reason I was talking about, like, when I saw the last Jedi movie, the flashback with him about to kill Kylo Ren, his own nephew, because he sensed, like, raw, untamed power in mm-hmm. him. Like, he was really just ready to kill his own, like, his sister's son to maintain this... Like the Jedi Order, like when whenever Jedi see somebody more powerful than them, they just they just can't handle. It. They go to resort number one, killing. And then my second reason, he's a coward. <laughs> he really is. He 
You call Luke he Skywalker. Fl- yeah, yeah. I hope Mark Kim was watching this too. <laughs> because <laughs> look directly in the camera and tell him. The Last Dance mm. was the greatest shit in the world to watch. I, I was making crab legs every fucking Sunday. Going crazy. Just to watch that. Dang. I've never really cried watching a documentary or a sports one. When Michael Jordan cried, that fucked you up. When he was a, when he was talking about how people don't have to play the game like him. Yeah. Which, if you think about it, it's still kind of insane. That got him emotionally. You're right. You, you, you don't want to play like me? You don't play. That's a that's a pretty good Jordan impersonation. Do that a little. Don't play what you do it like you know. Come on, come on, man. For real, come on. He kept doing the face. Come on. And Gary Payton said he said. Mike is an asshole. I never worried about Gary Payton. <laughs> GP, <laughs> stop. He's smoking a cigar like. So you gonna talk crazy? <laughs> but you gonna talk like that? When you're down 20. <laughs> so you talk like that when you're upset. Man, Michael, it's out of his damn mind. He had a bat in his hand. He had a bat in his hand. Smoking a cigar. <laughs> man, Mike different, man. But this thing about, is, when I used to think about what Michael Jordan would listen to in his headphones, I used to think maybe it's like some like Onyx or some shit. Mm-hmm. Like he's listening like to Kenny Lattimore and shit <laughs> to get motivated to play, to destroy <laughs> people. It's like, wait a minute, you school for Kenny Lattimore? <laughs> yeah. This Christmas. <laughs> that, that's Donnie Hathaway. Yeah. He's listening to fucking giving you the best that I got. Giving you the best that I got. Oh, that's his joy. Yeah, he's yeah. like Anita Baker's yeah. glass of destroying people. Yeah. Yeah, he's so. not listening to like fucking Wu Tang or nothing? No, no, I don't listen to that. Mm-hmm. Smooth tunes. He's, he's niggas got Tony Braxton. <laughs> Breathe again. <laughs> Breathe again. Oh. <laughs> that's his pregame shit. <laughs> that's hilarious. Also, I realized they drank a lot of beer. Like, them niggas mm. was drinking beer. Uh, and they 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 got it done. The Bulls, man, greatest team of all time, man. But you could only do that documentary, Michael Jordan. We was talking about this. Like Magic Johnson has a documentary out. Mm-hmm. And don't you do it? Don't do it. <laughs> Cause I feel like like nobody's really talking about it. I'm just being honest. Cause Winning Time is so good. The show Winning Time oh, really, is fucking man. amazing. I love that show. Dang. And which is crazy too. Like Jerry West is like talking about suing him, but he's acting like crazy Jerry West on the show talking about suing him. <laughs> Like that, like you're doing it now, motherfucker. Uh, But Magic, Magic has so many documentaries on itself already. Mm -hmm. To do one now, it's like, what the fuck else? We we don't know about you. Well, it's to it's to let y'all. Well, you guess you already know everything about him, huh? And then, like you know, Magic delivered everything. Like here we go. Like I love watching Magic or other people documentaries describing shit. So Michael got the ball and he shot, and I was like, whoa. And then he was like, hmm. And I was like. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the dream team to me. Like, what the <laughs> fuck you talking about? <laughs> what the? Uh, Magic Johnson just like. <laughs> come on, man. That's, how, that's what he sounds like to you? Yes. <laughs> Yo, you, you that's exactly what he sounds like to me. Like, and then I told her, I said, Larry, I'm going to give it to you tonight. And Larry said, back at you. <laughs> Wait, and so you got to think about this, right? I'm in Chicago. I'm a kid. Yep. <laughs> this is this is a whole conversation like yo, the, and I was sad because I'm a big yeah. Mavericks fan. I'm like Jason mm-hmm. Kidd and Jim Jackson, not gonna play together because of Tony Braxton. No. <laughs> it, it, see, here's I'll a, break my heart. It, here go the thing. It was so much lead up to that. And keep in mind, it was did Jason Kidd meet Tony oh, no. Braxton? No, <laughs> nobody ever met. Tony no, no, no. She didn't help. He, she didn't help the situation because a dude named Brad Townsend wrote an article, and in that article she said. I don't really know them, but a good girl doesn't kiss and tell. Oh. Okay? 
Wow. Now, mind you, <laughs> this is crazy. She dropped an album around the same time called Secrets. <laughs> <laughs> you do this the math. <laughs> but, but you know, it's funny. That's what made All Star Weekend special in Chicago. Actually, mm-hmm. we did it there, and yeah. I played in the celebrity game that year. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, you told me you got the real for MVP. Man. It didn't, it didn't go like, your way. I told Stephen A. I was going to get 16 and 5. How, what'd you get? Never mind. Goddamn. You got a couple half fives. Yo, Stephen A. Smith is a mean person. Like, what? He's such a mean coach. He wouldn't <laughs> put me in them. I feel like a little kid that wanted to get in the game. I'm like, nigga, celebrity game. You can't just like bench me for it. <laughs> I kept looking at him trying to cheer extra and shit so see if he get me in. He, he wouldn't put me back in. Dang. He, he didn't even speak to none of us when the game was. You know, we got blown the fuck out. Yeah. He didn't talk to nobody. He just left. He went straight to the airport. He's competitive, man. Y'all lost. He literally was pissed off at us. <laughs> I mean, you embarrassed him. I said, Yo, none of you could play. Just Quavo. <laughs> <laughs> Just Quavo. <laughs> man. So how was it playing? He was guarding Common a couple of times, man. Yeah. How, how I mean, It was fun, man. I, I mean, I wish if I ever do it again, I'm going to have more fun with it. Mm-hmm. I was way too fucking serious. He was very serious. And that's why, because I mean, this is what happened, Wayne. Me and Hannibal had like an NBA dude like training us before a uh, game and all this other shit. Yeah. We was getting these shots up, we were working out. Mm-hmm. Um, Y'all was getting shots up with Famous Los and everything yeah, in LA was, and the dude, private gym. Was, dude, we was getting, we was at UCLA. You would have thought we was in a <laughs> fam. We was literally working out like mm-hmm. we trying to play in the fucking league. Me and Hannibal Burns. Yeah. Uh-huh. This is what the fuck we do. Like we yeah. literally, we get shots up. We get, we, <laughs> it was so crazy. We get to the game. I'm serious. I got my goggles, my headband. Mm-hmm. They gave us the Durant's to wear. They hurt my feet, so I bought my own shoes. I'm just being honest. They was hurting my feet. Come on, man. I think you got to like skinny feet, like Kevin Durant to wear those shoes. Okay. I don't have skinny feet. Okay. So, <laughs> I got all this shit. I get the layup line. I feel a little twinge on my knee. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. I said, oh, shit, I'm going to tear my fucking Achilles. Oh, wow. Wait, your Achilles? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I was like, <laughs> I'm going to tear my fucking Achilles <laughs> if I go out here and play. Uh, <laughs> okay. I got to finish a fucking movie. Uh, what are you doing, real? Okay. What the fuck did I tell these people? <laughs> but, Why did I say it was getting 16 and 5? Yeah. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Yes, this is a screening. And I get there, and I'm like, what the fuck is all the security doing here? Like, oh, wow. I'm like, oh shit, this is exclusive. Uh, so Jay Z and Beyonce just walk in with their security, Miss okay. Tita. And so I'm like, oh shit. And then Hannah was knocking on the door. They're like, who the fuck invited this nigga? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh, that's my friend. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't know it was exclusive. I didn't know this was exclusive. Wow. I didn't done this, nothing this exclusive. <laughs> Cause it was I watched Black Panther for the first time. Ron Coogler was there. After the movie, 
He's just answering questions from Jay-Z and Miss T to be honest. I'm like, what the Wait, fuck is this? Jay-Z, it was had, only, Jay-Z had questions? It was only eight of us there. And we saw it in the fucking... Uh, you gonna tell us Like a, a special building. I mean, <laughs> it was crazy. Ah, uh, the sound is insane. I thought it was a regular screening, man. I didn't know it was what it was. And I got there like, oh, this is exclusive. <laughs> Who was the host? There was no host. There was no host. It was just well, Ryan, Cooper, Ryan asked Ryan basically was hosting. And like, yo, this is my movie coming out. And answer questions that Jay-Z had. Jay-Z and Miss like, Tina. It was crazy. Oh, wow. Well, I'm going to let y'all know right now. I ain't seen the movie yet. Uh, Black Panther. Yeah, man. Hmm? Dude, when you said that shit to me, I am in shock. Yeah. Just, you might be the only... I'm pretty sure I'm not the black only. person. I'll start a Facebook group or Instagram. Well, you're gonna be a bunch of Republicans and shit, buddy. <laughs> People that haven't seen Black Panther. I'm, I, I, I saw the part. I saw a couple parts. I saw Mike was in there. He had some hair on his head. Why? Why haven't he you was seen it, Wayne? I don't watch Marvel movies and, and no kind of fighting, no action. I don't like none of that. None of that. What the fuck else you ain't seen? <laughs> you really want to start this? Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm interested. I mean, uh, Spider-Man. Uh... You, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> you ain't never seen a Spider-Man. Nah, they nah, did know, three different fucking Spider-Mans. I know the meme. The, what? That. You've never seen a Spider-Man Nobody movie. watching that. What the fuck you thought? He just made like a billion dollars. Well, all the other people, but just not me. So I wonder how many comedic movies win Best Actor in... Well, I, they, they'll never... Because this thing about it. This is the problem with the movie industry, I think dramas are easier to do, if I could be honest. Mm. I think it's easy to be dramatic and this and that. Comedy is it's hard to make people laugh. Mm-hmm. And we talk about millions of people because everybody's different. Yep. So if somebody's able to accomplish that, to me, that's a, that's a higher honor. Yeah, I mean, actually, I'm not going to say drama's easy, but easier. Bruh, and it's hard to make people. I, this yeah. is going to sound crazy what I'm about to say. Uh, here we go. Playing six people <laughs> and playing one slave. Which one you think harder? Having a conversation at a table or just going, well, you know all. I see. Now, come on, man. Everybody doesn't want to ask for playing some type of slave or getting beat. Make the same face while it's happening. <laughs> you watch Glory. You watch any, I'm just being honest. Any scene where a man is getting beaten. They all go. <laughs> Same face. <laughs> so you saying you could play a slave, dude? Would you want to play a slave? I don't even know what slaves is left. It's gotta be. It gotta be another slave. All out the slaves there. are gone, man. I don't know what <laughs> slave is left for somebody to play. Unless they just make it up slaves now. Oh, the slave that played double bass. <laughs> learned on his own. Man, so like, who is that playing that bass? <laughs> it's me, sir. Well, come on up in the house there and play for everybody. One man, one double bass. <laughs> it's not as heavy as it is, is it? No, it ain't, so. <laughs> this is cat. <laughs> man, no. Man. I see. This is chocolate. And it looks like, it looks like it's been ironed. That's just the style. Wayne, ain't nobody said shit about no, you and your goddamn that, jeggings. You, got. you see them? You see what I'm saying? I just got, you got these. I got them goddamn jeggings. I got them uh, with not my lynch lemonade, lyrical lemonade. Lyrical Shout out Cole Bennett, Chicago. And your stonewashed jeggings. 
Okay, that's us. We made my my lyrical lemonade shoes, big boats, big boats. Those are Jordans. Yeah, lyrical lemonade Jordan collab. Fat ass shoes. Yeah, they they pretty big. Make me make Nigga, me talk. Is that your real shoe size? <laughs> yes, man. It just look big. It's like man. you just put on somebody else's shoes. <laughs> <laughs> big ass shoes. What? That, that don't even make sense, man. That don't even look like it should be on your foot. <laughs> hey man, shout out to them pe- peacock bell ass man. Shout out to people over there. Yeah, that's cool. But the bell air ones. Back of those big ass shoes. Uh-huh. <laughs> These are nice. Nigga, it looked like you got on a pair of power forwards. A pair of power forwards. If they name a shoe at the a position, those would be <laughs> called power forwards. Nah, they they're definitely heavy. But I know they are. But light at the same time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this nigga ain't walking on fucking Super Mario shoes. Take a picture. <laughs> Why he looks fucking insane? Goddamn jeggings and these goddamn <laughs> fucking work boots. <laughs> this is what referees wear when they done. <laughs> All right, man. Put ice in the shoe, shit. <laughs> referees are fucking funny to me. <laughs> what? Like referees, like. I, you ever see it? Like I mean, you know, I watch referees a lot. They be tired as fuck. I can tell which referees drink by how much they sweat. <laughs> Most of them probably drink, right? Nigga. These motherfuckers be sweaty as hell running up and down that court. A referee job is weird. <laughs> what? It's unofficial, man. Yeah. yeah. The hair be all fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> so who the fuck Don't roast the refs? Yeah, refs look fucking insane. <laughs> Most refs look like dirty cops. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I think he's put some pictures up of the refs as he's Dude, saying this. If you put some pictures up of some referees, just anybody, just type in NBA refs. My man James Capers, that's a great guy. Shout out. My I man, know James, James Capers. He, Chicago's he coached on. at Crane. Mm-hmm. Oh, he coached at Crane? Yeah. He made it out. He's one of my front self coaches. Mm. Coach Capers. Look at that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> Look at a dirty ass fucking cop. <laughs> Who is his name? That's the one that was, that was uh, cheating, huh? calling the games wrong. Calling the games wrong. Look at this smoke. Dirty cop. <laughs> he, he looked like a detective for sure. <laughs> yeah, like, definitely detective. See, that's not a dirty cop. Shit. Oh, oh right yeah, that's the police, fam. <laughs> wow. I've always thought this shit too, which is insane. Like, these motherfuckers are like the cops. Dang, this is kind of weird, man. Stop. Hey, man, that's, talk, why, that's why I think players, players talk so much shit to referees because they feel like that's the way you're talking to the police. <sighs> man, you a bitch. Because you can't say that to a cop. I mean, they are policing the game, so this actually makes sense. But you know who talked the most shit to referees? Damn. Did I tell you this? Who? Chris Paul. Okay. The shit he says to them. I remember like asking the ref, like, you sure you don't want to tech this nigga? <laughs> you sure you don't want to tech this? Man, that's Chris Paul. I, mean, I know I should say this, but damn it, I was sitting there. What happened? I was sitting courtside. And the referee called a foul on him. He said, man, you a bitch. Right? <laughs> I'm out. That got to be a tech. <laughs> <laughs> no. The Brothers Head of the Player Association, yeah. I think they scared of this nigga. Because <laughs> he was like, you a bitch. And the ref was like, come on, Chris, don't do that. Like, he's like, man, shut the fuck up talking to me. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> and that's why I'm like, I'm scared to go places. Unless yeah. I see the security is good. Yeah, that's true. That's real, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, that. don't, that's why, like, you go to Atlanta clubs, mm-hmm. them niggas got fucking machine guns. On stage? No, outside that motherfucker. You're like, this is a strip club or a fucking war zone? <laughs> a war zone. They got, like, the vest on. And I'm not even lying about this. This is real. <laughs> 
Yes, they have full blown big ass guns. The security. Like gun guns, yes. Hmm. I'm like, what the fuck are they paying y'all? <laughs> like, also, what could happen here when we need all this shit? Should I be going into this fucking strip club? We need to get somebody from Atlanta on the show and that, that knows the culture. What's happening? Though? Well, it's not the culture. They just being protective. I look, I fucks with that. Mm. If I see a security guard with a vest and a machine gun, I'm like, you know something? <laughs> yes, this could be dangerous, but shit, it's going to go down. Yeah, the ones in Chicago don't got nothing but like a flashlight. <laughs> they use their hands. Dude, that's fucking crazy. Yeah, they need to think about this. But that's the thing, too. I mean, like certain places didn't even fucking close for real. Like, we like we outside. Like Nashville, I don't think ever. Really? I know Atlanta didn't close. Atlanta didn't close. But no. Nashville really, I think like most of the people that went to the insurrection. <laughs> what? Was from Nashville. <laughs> And you went down to Nashville. You did a. Uh, your I did. I, I, I take my album there, and then I, I go there to perform a lot. Really? But they just, fam, they are just there. It was, you know, what's up? this last time I was there, it was a lot of. <laughs> it's so funny. Like, drunk white people <laughs> are hysterical. Mm-hmm. Like, they kept walking up on me, like, with regular shit, not even like, oh, you're a little real. Just like, I love your glasses. I'm like, all right, get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> and they're touching me shit. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. And we, it's so fun because we went to like this bar there and they played whatever music you wanted. It was like a live band. Mm-hmm. So to hear hip hop in this country version was fucking hysterical. Wow. Really? All the dudes were win, 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 no matter what. It was like, oh shit. <laughs> and they didn't want to say none of the parts that had nigga in it, so they just kept doing the chorus. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was so fucking funny. Because I could see him because he was reading the lyrics on his phone and he was like, I'm not saying that. All the dude was win, 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 no matter what. He just kept saying that shit. That's hilarious. Everybody's hands go up. And they stay there. And they stay there. I was a camp counselor. So I went to camp before. And so this is two camp stories. First one mm-hmm. is, I went I went to a school called Providence St. Mel, black private school in Chicago. They sent us to camps in the summers. And me and my classmate would be like the only black kids. So it was like... I used to go to like summer camp, like it was almost like I dropped in the episode of like Saved by the Bell. Like, <laughs> and like I had like an enemy and I didn't know it was like it was like so funny to me. Like, wait a minute, Shane Overby don't like me. Why? I don't yeah, play basketball a little bit. Like, 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 yeah, Shane's pissed off that you got all the friends. Shane. I'm not even trying to take shit over. Uh <laughs> but it was funny, like like experiencing that was so much fun. And then I had to be a counselor when I was like 19. And it was for all the hood kids, right? And I tried to give them all the fun shit I did. The biggest was them. They was like, <laughs> man, they were mean. They was roasting me and throwing shit. They wouldn't go to sleep. They were like, Shane, like, Shane was right about you. But this thing about it, you ever try to give like a mean, uplifted speech at the same time? Like, I got so fucking mad. Like, look, man, we're doing this for y'all. We're taking you out the fucking neighborhood so you won't join gangs. So you can beat somebody. But you, but you motherfuckers, don't give a fuck about that shit. <laughs> I go to fucking bed. We going skiing in the morning. <laughs> Shit. Not being a gang so you can do somebody. They're like, oh, remember the Titans, motherfucker. <laughs> 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 this ain't your big speech. This ain't your moment. <laughs> That's what it was. As soon as we got a little quiet, somebody said, man, you take your ass to bed. <laughs> Lights out. <laughs> Keeping it real. That was a HeadGum Podcast.